0: From the Stereo Sound Records Studios, your home for the best in unsigned and indie punk, rock, and metal. This is
1: The Mosh Pit with your host, Wes Everett.
2: biology the softest grave.
3: Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett. I am here with the awesome band, Abby
1: Kay. How are y'all doing?
2: I'm a little tired, I'm not going to lie.
1: Um, Usually I do the same, but I'm pretty caffeinated at the moment, so I think I'm doing pretty good.
4: I'm somewhere in between.
1: So we got full spectrum here of exhausted to highly. <laughs> you didn't see that, but I'm just jittering from all the coffee I had. Oh man, so you
3: guys again, thank y'all so much for coming to the Mosh Pit Studios. So glad to have y'all here.
2: Thank you. Yeah,
1: thanks for having us.
3: How was the drive? How was the how has the tour been? We'll start there.
2: Tour has been awesome. If I could put it in one word. Awesome. Um we technically started tour. Diego, why are you looking at me like that?
1: I'm listen. I'm being an active listener.
2: Okay. You're kinda of like being weird anyways tour technically started back in may we've had a few breaks home in nashville but it's been really good so far this past leg uh thursday we were up in new york headlining the orange county fair friday we drove 14 hours down to south carolina saturday last night we were in marietta georgia and here we are sunday morning at the mosh pit
3: In beautiful Rockmart completely out of y'all's way
1: <laughs> um yeah honestly i'd say tour oh can i talk now okay uh yes, tour can talk. tour has been a success mainly because like nothing has gone wrong nice. like things have things have worked out so i'm like this is perfect
2: why would you say nothing has gone wrong on we have a four-hour drive home today and we still have five months of tour left
1: see that, that's what the fun is when things go wrong that's where the fun is
2: so, when things go wrong, it's your fault now.
1: I mean, like, hasn't it always been at this, at this point? Well, like, yeah. So, like, we're, yeah, we're coming out from the New York show, and I rolled on the window, and for some reason the window's not coming back up. So, for the next 14 hours, everyone's like, Diego broke the window!
2: Yeah, remember that time we went up to New York and you broke the window?
4: No. You remember that time we were going 70 on the interstate and the side door opened? That's-
3: <laughs> Wait, wait, what?
4: So we have the big sliding side door on our van. Yeah. And we were on the way back from New York, and the three of us were asleep, and Scott, uh, Abby's dad, was driving, and we all just heard this noise, and then it sounded like all the windows were rolled down. So I got up, and the side door has just, like, slid open. And so I had to get up and, you know, like, close it while we're going down the interstate super fast and try not to fall out, so that, mm. was, that was an interesting one.
3: That sounds like a lot of fun
2: an adventure aren't they all
3: (laughs) so you got five months left on this tour where are you headed next
2: uh
3: (laughs) yep that's right i put you on the spot with that one
2: lexington kentucky boom um yeah next week august 4th and august 5th man we're almost in august
1: yeah that's this week yeah that's tomorrow august August is tomorrow
2: oh my gosh Um, okay, well, yeah, the 4th and 5th, I guess this Thursday and Friday, we'll be in Lexington, Kentucky, then I'm flying to Raleigh, North Carolina, for the Carolina Music Awards, which I was nominated for one of those, then I'm flying back home, then we go somewhere else, but I don't know, off the top of my head. Does anyone else know where we go? Where I, are we? I don't even
1: know where I, I don't even know where I am half the time. Like currently.
3: <laughs> if you want to find her tour dates, they're on her website, probably on every social media.
2: Yes, they are. AbbyKrocks yeah. dot com.
3: There you go. So let's talk about your influences. Where do y'all pull from your influences? What are your? Uh, looks like you're up first.
4: So, <laughs> most of my influences are like the classic rock and more of the progressive side of that. So Rush, Genesis. Uh, all that stuff, and then I grew up listening to like the Eagles and Sticks and all that with my parents, so that's most of, most of where my stuff comes from.
1: Um, I think I started off a lot like that too, where it's like a lot of the stuff I listened to was like classic rock, hard rock stuff, and then I had my first breakup in high school and all of a sudden I just went down the, the heavy metal uh, rabbit hole. To the point where it's like for the longest time it was like oh no Metallica is too heavy and now I'm like mm, I'm gonna check out grindcore. <laughs> <laughs> so like for me personally it's a lot of like I love thrash metal um, I'm super into like prog metal Dream Theater is probably my favorite band of all time. Um, as these guys will know whenever I'm driving music just gets weird because I'll put on like Mr Bungle or just a random jazz album
2: or and, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes,
1: um, on the drive back from New York. It was like 2 a.m. I was exhausted, so I just chugged an energy drink and I belted out the entirety of Nightmare for Christmas. Nice. Just just to prove that I can't. No, can. it wasn't nice. It was amazing.
2: Anyways. I'll get to mine now. So, as you can probably tell. Hannah Montana? No! Um, two out of three of us are wearing Iron Maiden shirts today. Um I love Iron Maiden. I started playing music because of Gene Simmons and Kiss when I was 12 or 13, saw him in concert, and then switched to Iron Maiden, Motorhead, love Lemmy. Um, I went through a phase where some people were referring to me as the female Lemmy, which I don't think that's accurate now. I think my music has like evolved and changed as I've grown up, but now... People refer to me as the love child of Steve Harris and Lita Ford, which is really cool.
3: That's a hell of a compliment.
2: I know, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Now, I heard you were on tour with uh, Nita. Yes. How did that go?
2: It was so cool. Um, I opened for Nita Strauss the first time when I was 15 years old, and I was just kind of like, you know, a little fangirl, hadn't really taken music seriously yet. Hadn't done much with my music career. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, hey, can Nita play the Trooper on stage with us? They said no. Um, And then we started playing the Trooper. And I see Nita Strauss walking out and plays the Trooper with us, which was, I don't know. That was probably the best moment of my childhood. Just seeing, oh my gosh, Nita Strauss is walking out on stage to play a song with me sang into the same mic as me, like, we were doing the harmonies on the woes, like, it was so cool, and so then, when she announced her tour, I was like, okay, how do we do this, so I texted her, and expected to, you know, not even hear back, and she was like, okay, hold that thought, let me get you this person's contact, let's make it happen, and I was like, oh my gosh, and she did, she made it happen, which was really amazing, and I am forever grateful for that connection.
3: That is awesome yeah that is awesome and you know you know what's the worst that could happen you're not here back right but you heard back and
2: yep I cool. have learned very quickly that you're not gonna get it if you don't try
0: mm-hmm.
2: like I I used to be so shy and reserved like I would not ask anyone for anything because what if they say no or what if they think I'm weird or rude or whatever? I no longer have a problem going up to anyone and saying, hey, can can this happen? Just shooting my shot because what if they say yes? Exactly. And what if you miss that opportunity? So I definitely have learned that the hard way. I've missed a lot of things because, I mean, I started at 12, 13. I got signed at 16. So, I mean, pretty quickly I learned that I just kind of had to get over it and – do what I needed to do.
3: Yeah. I think that's probably some of the best advice I wish I'd have got sooner. Yeah. <laughs> Was, you know, if they say no, you're still in the same place you were. You right. didn't take a step back. Right. You know.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: No's just another opportunity.
2: Yep. Use it as fuel to work harder and get better. I
1: think that jazz snaps. <laughs> it's <like> poetry snaps. <laughs>
3: that's awesome uh so tour the private party how was the private party last night
2: the private party was very good we played at um one of our um friends house uh beth and bobby uh we met them at the Asheville show with nita strauss um they've been super cool to us um They found out that we sleep in a van every night, and they were like, oh my gosh, you can sleep here. We were like, thank you so much. It's like a thousand degrees outside, and we sleep in a hot and sweaty van, so...
4: But I was in the shower when that was decided, so I was just waiting for us to leave, and then... Yeah, we
2: were just (laughs) hanging out for like two hours, because... I mean, we knew that we were staying, but apparently we never told Zach.
1: Yeah, that that's on us. We just completely, <laughs> we're like, we thought we all had agreed on there, but like, oh, wait, no, you were in the shower.
4: <laughs> yeah, and then they're, they're like, do you need to get your stuff out of the van? I'm like, why? <laughs> and they just kind of looked at me. I'm like, are we staying here? And they're like, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. We're staying, by the way. <laughs> that was decided two hours ago. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah.
3: Better late than never. Yeah.
1: No, we should have just not told you and just had you sleep in the van. <laughs> just what? parked up front.
3: What's he doing back there?
1: <laughs> no, no, it was a good time. Even better, it was inside with air conditioning, which was yes. beautiful. Because as soon as we started setting up, we started hearing like thunder and like stormy weather. And we're like, mm, I don't want to be outside.
2: Yeah, we've had three private parties on this tour. And this was the only one that was inside. Has it rained at every single one of them?
4: Mm-hmm. Has it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it has. In Indiana. It's it, rained at pretty much every outdoor show we've had.
2: That's true. Rained in Indiana, rained in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and rained in Georgia.
1: Mm. And I guess New York, but that's not really a private show. But I think that's probably the worst rain we had.
2: Yeah. Of course, the one that we're headlining, big outdoor show. There was rain, so there was like, what did my dad count, 19 total people Shh. there? <laughs> oh. But it was still a really great show. Um, mm-hmm. The 19 people that were there were... Like, they partied hard. Moshing. They yeah. they partied hard. They did. Very good. Which old. was good.
3: Does it make you more nervous to play to a larger crowd or to a smaller crowd?
2: A smaller crowd. I get that. Because, like, like, last night, we were just in the basement. There was, like, maybe eight people there watching. Yeah. It was just a very small, private get-together. Um and I was like, who do I look at? Like do I do I look at them? Do I make eye contact with them? Do I stare at the floor? So I just caught myself like I was kinda just looking at my band the whole time, singing to my band, <laughs> didn't really know what to do.
0: Yeah.
1: I get that. Where it's like if it's a larger show like in the New York um like the New York one, where it's like this big outdoor stage. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you can kinda just look at the environment. You're not really yeah. staring at anyone. But if it's a smaller venue, it's much more intimate. Yep. So it's like, okay. I'm, I'm, do I look at this guy? Or do I look at that guy? Yeah. What if I look at him the wrong way?
2: <laughs> yeah. And if you're like in an actual venue, I usually just stare into the lights because mm-hmm. that's all you can see, anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah. I always like to uh, make eye contact. Like if, if I notice anyone's making eye contact with me on stage, I'll just make weird faces at them because, like, it's <laughs> kind of my way of saying, like, hey, I appreciate you being an active listener <laughs> to our show. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That makes sense.
3: And the guy
1: in the crowd's like, why is
3: this guy making faces at me?
2: Yeah, shows your personality. <laughs> I'll never forget
1: uh, um, one on one of the Nita shows. Uh, you know, I'm standing up front, and there's there's a, there's a guy on on his phone, and he, I found out afterwards he was looking us up. But I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna mess with him. So I just lean over and I start tapping on his phone on <laughs> stage.
2: And now we're very good friends with that yeah, guy. Yeah. He comes to lots of our shows, Probably but he's the best. yeah. He was looking us up to follow us.
1: Yeah, and I decided to bully him about it.
2: You still do. Anytime (laughs) we see him, hey, make sure you don't get on your phone during our show. Yeah,
3: Just take it away from him put your contact information in. (laughs) Yeah. There you go, bro.
1: (laughs) Wait, Zach, didn't you have an experience staring down a fan um, at the Basement East on the media tour?
4: Uh, I didn't so much stare him down as I kept making awkward eye contact with him. And then about halfway through our set I looked at him and then he, he stared like right into my eyes and he yawned at me. Oh wow.
1: Like visibly just like trying to show you that I'm
4: bored. Yeah. <laughs> like just stared at me while he yawned and I was like, Oh Thank cool. you. Cool, thanks. <laughs> I really needed that right now. <laughs> yep.
3: That's that's pretty funny though. You know? That's that's asserting dominance. Like like I am bored. <laughs> You're this yeah. is your fault.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, did you play better after that?
4: No, it kind of made me sad. Oh. You no, just, just grabbed a drumstick and just chucked it at him? He's <laughs> <Who's laughs> running now!
2: Silent Monolith, Burn. <laughs>
3: songs? Am I boring you?
2: No, you I'm just bit? really <laughs> tired. <laughs>
3: oh, this guy, this guy over here. <laughs> no, uh, going into the studio, do you guys have any um, tricks or a way to get into the mindset for, hey, it's time to record?
2: I don't know. Do you guys?
1: Um, I don't really, I never really thought about that. Because, like, even beyond just, like... You
2: usually get coffee.
1: I usually, yeah. My first thing I do... Actually, yeah, that's the first thing I do. Because even beyond, like, Gabby Key Band stuff, I do, like, you know, like, you know, online videos. So I... Even yeah. not, if it's not album stuff, I'm still recording, like, on my computer guitar parts. And yeah. that's still, like, a whole thing. So, usually what I will do is, yeah, I never thought about that. I'll get coffee. That'll be the first thing I ever do. Yep. And I work at a coffee shop. I work at a place called Dutch Bros. Okay. So, I can just go and get free coffee. And I'll just get, like, a four-shot white coffee espresso thing be caffeinated for the next two days and just crank out a bunch of guitar parts.
4: That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I try to be prepared as much as I can. So as much time as I have before I have to record, I'll, uh, I'll sit down and like write the parts and then I'll learn the song. So by the time I go into the studio, it's, it's like, it's a song that exists already and I just have to play it again.
3: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
4: Makes yeah. sense
1: and it gives you time so like, you know, you do the one t- you do the how many ever many takes you need to do for the to get it right. Then you have free time to like, okay, experiment. Maybe you stumble across something really cool. Mhm. Yeah. Hmm. Abigail.
2: Why did you just call me Abigail? Abigail. Okay. Really funny. <laughs> hold on. This is this is our whole debate. So I'm completely changing your topic here. Okay. But wow. it's okay. I'm just going to run with it. Um so okay. Yes. My name, Abby, obviously is Abigail, and Zach is Zachary. Well, I didn't realize that I call Zach Zachary all the time, and I guess yesterday we just figured out, or I guess I just noticed that he calls me Abigail.
1: No, but it's not Abigail. It's Abigail. Abigail. Yeah. There do go. <laughs> he,
2: I, don't, I don't know. Like, I've never even put that together. He said, I've been doing that for a year. You just noticed? Yep. Yeah. I just <laughs> noticed. Yeah. Anyways, but Diego never calls me Abigail. That's why I noticed that and shut her down real quick.
1: No. Usually, if I'm if I'm like messing with her, I'll just call her um, Abigail, or just any other thing besides what it actually is. Yeah.
2: My name is Abby. Mm. Abby K. Yeah. You can refer to me as Abby.
1: Apple. Bepple. Abby K. Mm-hmm.
2: Boss lady.
1: Uh, not using that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Um. Wait, what was the question?
1: Uh, like studio mindset. Oh,
2: um, I just like hype myself up, you know, like yeah, I'm gonna record songs. Yeah. I'm so cool. I was just about
1: to say that. Can we say bad words? Oh uh, yes. Okay, I'm gonna say this one word. I feel like your approach whenever you do vocals is like, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna own these um lines.
2: Yeah, um, cause I mean, like. Do I want to be that person all the time? No. Like, I don't want to be an arrogant person. Don't want to be a diva. But, like, if you're going in to record vocals, like, you have to have that mindset that, like, you are the baddest person in the world. You are so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. You're going to, like, own that microphone.
1: There's no doubt in your mind that I'm going to slay yeah, these lyrics. Yeah,
0: because...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you, you can't have doubt creep in because yeah. it'll totally mess you up.
0: Yeah.
2: And, I mean, if you want to get, I mean... This vocal take, I mean, that's forever. That's for as long as music exists. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure it's it right. something that yeah. is the best possible yeah. thing. And so I mean, honestly, like hyping yourself up like you
0: you mm-hmm. got to. Yeah.
1: And it's interesting, I don't know, like it just kinda dawned on me when you were saying that, that I feel like when it comes to just music in general, there's like when it comes to performing or recording, there's very much like and athlete's mindset you kind of have to have sometimes Yeah. like you know I, I haven't worked out as much recently because I just moved but I used to do like a lot of working out with like my parents and like you know friends yeah. and like through there I kind of realized oh there's a lot of correlation between you know you know it's like okay doing a chest you know bench press PR it's like okay you need that mindset where it's like it's me and I'm going to destroy this weight
2: mm-hmm. it's the
1: same thing when you're in the studio it's like okay it's just me and the guitar and I'm going to own it yep. um, yeah. it's me and the crowd and I'm going to own it
2: one thing we do before we go on stage, um, which we should do this in the studio, too. Before we go on stage, we get in a little group huddle, and we go, random word on three. One, two, three, pineapple. Pineapple. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) We're on the same page. That's what happens after you you live with someone and you tour with someone, live in a van with them for, what are we on, year two now? Too long. Too long. Too long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was weird. Zach, you didn't Zach, say you didn't even...
1: One, two, three. Uh... I'll take that. That's Uh-oh. what Zach usually do,
2: does. Like, Diego and I will have, like, the weirdest words, like, flabbergasted. Anacologist. I don't
1: know what's
2: going <laughs> Anacologist. Um, and Zach usually
0: goes, uh, uh. Because
4: you're taking me out of the zone when you do that. Out of the zone. But
0: it's fun.
4: All it's fun. I'm thinking, it gets us like all I'm thinking is I want to go out there and make a smash today. And then you're like, say a word. And I'm like, huh? Smash. Make smash your word every time.
1: Also make a smash? Yeah. Get out. Get out. <laughs>
2: what, what does that even mean? You could do like one, two, three, drums. One, two, three, yeah. One,
1: two, three, I quit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> make it make it drums related. It can be any word you want. So have it something that gets you in the zone. One, two, three, I rock. One, two, three, yeah, I'm Zach Gulledge. Yeah,
1: I'm it
2: doesn't right. have to be one random word. It can be...
1: You literally just said, say one random word.
2: I said random, word on, random words right, on three. You, you said random words. I'll change it. If it helps <laughs> Zach feel better at night, then that's fine.
4: You're the ones complaining about me not saying words. I'm okay with it.
1: <laughs> say more words. <laughs>
3: strong silent type over here yeah. behind the drums
1: he's a smart yep. one he's, he just doesn't talk
2: whoa, whoa 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 i'm the smart one
1: anyways
2: i, I went know. to more college than you did
1: i went to more that college than you did that, oh he went to the most you
2: you don't have a diploma i do so i finished Do you have a piece of paper yeah i have a piece of paper and you paid money i didn't pay money i got it Free from through my high school, I did it at the same time.
1: Yeah, well, I did, like, have a semester at community college, and I paid nothing. So who's, who's laughing now? You. This guy. Exactly. You have the
2: least amount of college in the band.
1: Which makes me the bad boy. The rest of you are <laughs> college educated. I'm the rock and roll bad boy that dropped out.
2: <laughs> That's true.
3: Now we have established who everybody is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: are you all going to survive this interview? Is this... Over?
2: I don't know. We're on, what, day... A thousand of tour. We're
1: we're on hour three of sleep in the past month.
2: So. Yeah, we've slept mm, maybe four hours four, okay. the past month. I've slept a little bit more because, well, sometimes I just leave the two of them to drive and take a little nap. But it's okay because I gotta front the band. Like, I I gotta put on a show, and I feel like everyone that I've talked to is like, uh, no, the singer isn't supposed to drive. Like they're supposed to go to sleep at night and. I'm not supposed to
3: do load in either. They only carry their microphone. <laughs> well, I'm also the <laughs> bassist, so
2: I I have to load in because I'm I'm the bassist too. Um, but I mean, a lot of times I do drive because I mean we're still a new band. We're kind of roughing it, paying our dues. So I mean, of course I want to pull my weight. But mm-hmm. also I do all of the like business stuff and the emails and the the accounting. I'm our tour manager, so I do feel like I have a little bit of an excuse to sleep and sit in the back and send emails cuz i send like 400 emails a day. You
3: can't send emails on no sleep. There's no telling what you'd say. I,
2: my fingers would cramp up. Like i i got to get my beauty oh, rest
1: cramping fingers again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do use that excuse a lot. Hey, can you carry this? Sorry, my fingers are just really cramping up from, from sending 400 emails a day.
1: Hey, can you carry the mic stand, the literal lightest thing we have? <laughs> Sorry, bud, can't do it. No,
2: you asked me to carry the toolbox, which is the second lightest thing.
1: Yeah, nothing's light.
2: <laughs> now,
3: rumor has it, you guys have signed with a, uh, with another PR company. Yes. Miss Jade Alicia and her PR? Yes. How is
4: working with her?
2: I love Jade. Um I don't even know how I met her. I don't remember. It was so long ago. But It was
4: at a show, wasn't it?
2: No. Did you have you met Jade?
1: I don't know. I don't know if we've met Jade.
2: Because I'm pretty sure I've never even met Jade in person.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, I I feel like it wasn't like an online or... It was
2: definitely social media. But it was probably like four or five years ago we started following each other. Um, I went through a phase where I was going to start a a podcast about like women in music. Did an episode with her. Never came out because I never carried through with starting a podcast. I'm sending 400 emails a day. I don't have time.
1: (laughs) Make the podcast about sending emails. That's what you do.
2: No, no thanks. Um, But yeah, so we were doing, for a long time we were doing our own PR. And so we would get together on release days. Um, Last one we did was 99 degrees Mm -hmm. Celsius. And we got together at the band house and we watched
1: National Treasure.
2: We watched National Treasure 1, National Treasure 2. Um, What was the Disney movie? Encanto. 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 And we watched Encanto, though we don't talk about Bruno movie. Fun fact, really quick, we um we had to sing that at the private party last night. It was a request. We actually did pretty decent-ish.
1: Yeah, I nailed the second verse rap because I've heard that song too many times. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Anyways, Jade. So, I mean, we would just, like, get together for, like, 12 hours at a time and send thousands and thousands and thousands of emails out to, like, radio stations and news.
1: Mm -hmm. I can't say that I really enjoyed sitting on a couch for 12 hours doing that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I provided pizza. You can't complain.
1: Oh, I can't. I appreciate the pizza though. Uh
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, I mean, it was just, it was not productive for us to do that when we could have done 12 hours of, you know, working on our music or sending the 400 emails a day that I send are all booking emails. Mm -hmm. Um, So booking more shows to get us seen more, um, it just wasn't, it wasn't what we needed to be doing, but it still needed to be done. So, of course, when Jade announced that she was doing her uh, PR firm, I was like, we need to get on this. Um, I love working with women in the music industry because uh, there's not many Of us. So, I mean, anytime I can, oh my gosh, there's a woman that does PR for rock and roll. Sure, let's get on that. Um, And that's really the only part of our team that we have right now. Um, I think our next step would be to get a booking agent because, once again, I'm sending 400 emails a day and that's eight hours that I could be writing songs or recording or whatever just general general
1: girl bossing yeah
5: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: general girl bossing um so right now we're really happy with Jaden. um she's really helped us with you know pr stuff getting Mm -hmm. us interviews but also she's just she has a lot of knowledge Mm -hmm. um so she's always there if like i have questions and then also because you know we're two young females in the rock and roll music industry sometimes i'll like call her and i'm like okay this happened what do i do and she's like girl i know i literally just cried about that yesterday and i'm like oh my gosh me too and it's just it's really nice to have someone that like understands what you're going through so i love working with her
3: yeah she's awesome we've worked together a couple of times Mm
2: -hmm.
3: i really want to do more with her because she music knowledge oh my god
2: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah She's definitely been at this for a long time. She knows what she's doing. Um, between her and her boyfriend, they basically run an entire, like, management distribution company. Like, they do it all. Yep. So, So, um, even though, I mean, she's just with us for PR, like, she has so much. She has all the answers to all of our questions.
3: hmm Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad y'all got to get together because... Yeah. I actually, she actually came to Rockmart one time. Oh, really? I booked uh, one of her clients, and she came down with her, and just a phenomenal show. And it was so good to actually sit and talk to her.
2: Yeah, that's so, great.
3: Definitely want to do more of that, but yeah, you know things are weird right now. Yep. So, life.
1: Yeah, life's weird.
3: <laughs> What's been your favorite venue to play?
2: The Whiskey A Go Go. I knew it. Los Angeles, <laughs> California, November, I'm going to say 18th, 2021. It, I know it was in November, 2021. Mm-hmm. Probably wasn't the 18th, but maybe it was. Who knows?
1: No, I think it was probably, you know what? It was November. I'll just gonna say November. Because didn't, didn't the tour start in October? No, no, no it started in November. Right, right. Because I, uh, I November
2: I, I... 7th or 8th it started. Or yeah. 9th.
1: Yeah. November. November the answer So, the yeah, answer it was probably
2: November 18th. Yeah. Is that what I said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on. You guys <laughs> talk. I got to figure this out.
1: <laughs> it was funny for uh, me to play at the Whiskey again because, like, you know, I'm from California. Like, I was born and raised there up until this past December when I moved. And so, like, my first, some of my first ever performances ever were at the Whiskey when I was like 14, 15 years old. So everyone else was like, oh my gosh, the whiskey. And I'm thinking, it's like, oh God, the loading sucks. <laughs> and it's like, it's a cool venue, but it's really small and it's really stressful. <laughs> um, no, it was for sure a really, really cool show. It was kind of, for me, it was kind of poetic because like, that's where I had my first shows. Yeah. And after years, especially after you know, post-COVID, years of doubt, all, you know, growing up, whatever, it's like, okay, well, you know, it, it's paid off. I, Dude.
2: Hold I, I, hold on. It hold was on. November 18th. I am literally on fire today. You interrupted my story. Okay, well, I just had to let everybody know that I was right.
1: I was talking about my feelings. <laughs> but no, I agree. Though the whiskey show was really, really cool. Where it's kind of like kind of bookended for me mm. where I started and where I am now. It's like okay, cool. I'm on tour with one of my favorite guitarists of all time.
2: Full circle. Yeah, it's a full
1: circle moment. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. High five. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Zach. <laughs> um, but I can't. I can't say that's my favorite. What? I'm trying to think. It had to be something on the Nita Tour, for sure. It was either the um, Amplified. Yeah. Amplified, that was a really cool outdoor venue. Amplified
2: Live in Dallas, Texas.
1: For me, it's either that one or... And the
2: nachos there.
1: Yeah. Well, for me, it was either that place or um, Wildwood Saloon in Iowa. It was a cool stage, but the barbecue there was so good. And we
2: got tachos, tater tot nachos. It was so good. It
1: was good, yeah. I had like a burnt ends brisket sandwich. Anything brisket, I'm like, I will cry for brisket. So, like, you know, a venue that has good barbecue, I'm I'm hooked. Yeah. yeah.
3: You know, we got a great little barbecue place, like, right across I saw, the I, 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 we, we saw
2: exotic, it. We're going
1: there. Uh, exotic Q? Yes. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. They are the best barbecue you've ever had. Yeah. Not a sponsor, but we do work but together. But should be. Yes. Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> well, you know, we're good at an amphitheater. Ooh. At right. some point. Someday. Some, someday. Someday. Yeah. They've got the parking lot, so.
1: That's the most important part.
3: That's right.
2: Well, the first band that will play there is Abby Kay. I'm manifesting that.
4: Manifest. You heard that
3: here first, folks. Mosh Pit presents. Maybe Abby
4: Kay presents the Mosh Pit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then that place can be on our list of venues that we love.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That could be our new favorite venue. Oh, my gosh. Zach, what's your favorite venue? You didn't answer the question.
4: We
1: didn't give him a chance. I'm
2: sorry, Zach. I'm sorry, buddy.
4: I mean obviously the whiskey but also I really liked the the fairgrounds this past weekend oh, yeah. because yeah. we had our own like top floor of the barn as a green room and we ate white white cheddar dipped bacon wrapped pretzel dogs after the show
1: <laughs> like they wrecked yeah. us but it, they were so good it's like yeah it's like a pretzel dog just drenched in white cheddar bacon bits all over it oh
3: my god on a Look. stick Look, we haven't had lunch yet. We're about to end this interview and go eat. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that one was really cool. Um, I think
1: another cool thing about it was usually for a lot of shows, like, like on the Nita tour and stuff like that, it's like, you know, obviously Nita's the headliner. They mm-hmm. get all the cool stuff, you know, the drum riser and all that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of shows where it's literally like Abby drum set in the middle, like right between us and then me. Mm-hmm. This time we had a riser. So I could like turn around and t- look, look at Zach and like, oh, you got a
2: big stage, I can run. <laughs> Yeah, that one was definitely really cool. Um, we played there last year, opening for the Iron Maidens, and then they invited us back to Headline this year, which was awesome. We had free drinks, free food, mm-hmm. an Xbox in our dressing room.
1: i live in the high life. Right? <laughs> right? I felt I fancy-like.
2: Then we drove 14 hours, and we were put in our place a little bit. Like, we're still paying our dues, guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: Isn't
3: that fun when you're, like, here, and it's like, Oh yeah, we're a small band.
2: Yeah, (laughs) you just on especially on this tour, you just never know what you're gonna get. Like some venues, you're treated like royalty. You have a dressing room, you get free food, and then you pull up to the next venue, and you're like, you're put in your place a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. The
1: the green room was a porta potty.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, I have changed into my leather pants in a porta potty before, Mm -hmm. in the middle of summer with 90 90 degree heat outside. It was not. It was not lovely.
3: Moral of the story, stay humble, folks. Yep.
1: (laughs) Stay humble or be humbled. Either someone else or life will do it to you. Yep.
0: Abby K. Rockstar.
3: What do you guys feel has been your biggest accomplishment so far? Ooh.
2: Uh, You know, I think not necessarily one thing, but the fact that I've had so many people say like, oh, yeah, you're doing your little music thing, or oh, you'll grow out of it.
1: Like they treat it like a novelty? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, I am 19 years old. I am self-sufficient. I am living in Nashville. And I'm paying my bills strictly for music. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think not everybody can say that they've done that at 19. And I'm also, like, very blessed. Like, my parents, obviously, when I was 16, I had very supportive parents. So, I mean, they weren't, you know, saying, go back to school or start reading books or whatever. Get a real job. Get a real job, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I got to start this professionally at 16, which not everyone does. But now, I mean, I'm 19, and I literally make my living traveling and singing songs. Last night, I sang a song about Brussels sprouts.
1: Hey. That was a highlight. Yeah. There you go.
2: (laughs) 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 It was requested that I sing a song about Brussels
1: sprouts. We sang a song um, about Brussels sprouts to the tune of Stacy's mom. Yeah, I
2: took, like, I took five minutes to... To write it in my head, and I was like, okay, I think I just copied Stacy's mom on this one. So, yeah. we just played that. It was actually pretty good for a, mm-hmm. a five-minute write. Yeah. So about Brussels sprouts.
1: We were joking on stage that what we're going to do is like, you know, like back back in the days of you know cassettes and vinyl, is we're going to like have the last song on the album. It's gonna be like four minutes of silence, and then it's gonna be our song Brussels sprouts, the tune of Stacy's mom, and it'll be like a hidden track, no one's gonna find. Yep. Nice.
2: It was pretty good, honestly. Russell sprouts, I want to sing about.
4: That can be the acoustic song you do today.
2: That's true. That is so true.
3: Y'all do what you want to do. Let's flip that. What's been your biggest challenge?
2: I think for me, being a young female, um, I've gone through so many experiences that like, I'll walk into the green room backstage. Oh, sorry um this is for the band and i'm like i am the band
1: thank you that's my name right there <laughs> that's my name
2: um people assume like i'm the girlfriend or oh,
1: yeah yeah there, it's... Was, uh, there was one time I, you played a gig mm-hmm. i was helping her carry stuff in and the sound guy is like oh is that your girlfriend and i'm like oh no uh no we're, we're just you know in, in a band together uh she's the one playing tonight and he was like oh man i thought you had your girlfriend whipped carrying your gear and i'm like that's yucky that was yeah. really yucky. And I was like, yeah, dude, uh, mm-hmm. never coming here again.
2: Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, especially, like, when I started at 16, like, I – nobody would take me seriously. Because, you know, at 16, people assumed that, oh, that's still just a, a little hobby, a little middle school, high school band, which for most people it is. But for mm-hmm. me, I was like, no, 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 this is, this is what I do. Yeah. This is my career. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got turned down for a lot of things because of my age – um, then when I turned 18, I was taken a little bit more seriously. Of course, I still have, I mean, I'm, I'm a young female in the music industry. Oh. And I'm not 21, so I still can't play at some venues. But it's gotten much better than when I started. But that was definitely my biggest challenge. Wow. I want
1: to hear from Zach. What would you, what would you say are your biggest accomplishments and biggest challenge?
4: Uh, I mean, getting in the band was a pretty good accomplishment. I think.
2: Congratulations. <laughs> what band?
4: Loved by Animals. Oh.
2: What about the other band?
4: Who? Asked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um.
4: The biggest challenge then.
2: He didn't say what band he was excited to get into.
4: Yeah, I did. I said Loved by Animals. Wait, no. wait, wait. Who's Loved by Animals? Loved by Animals is my other band. You should check us out <laughs> everywhere.
2: You should also check out his other band, Abby K.
4: Yeah. <laughs> wait who <laughs> <laughs> um
1: biggest I th- challenge
4: honestly the driving
1: yeah yeah the, the driving can be pretty tough
4: especially i haven't had to drive in as much bad weather as diego has
1: i have the worst luck
4: <laughs> but like driving in it sucks but laying back in your bunk and feeling the van like slide around on the snow on the interstate yes. was pretty uh pretty intense. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Because like I'm a, I'm a California boy. I barely deal with slight rain. Right. But when we did the second half of the Nita tour um in this past January, like I had never driven in the snow. And of course we're driving out of Ohio. We just left the um was it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame
4: mm-hmm. and
1: a blizzard starts. Oh. And I yeah. I can't see the lines. I got my blinders on or my yeah I got you know my brights on. And I'm just there like, sh- And you had and only
2: seen snow for the first time like oh, a we week go, before yeah.
1: that. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, that, and now you're
2: driving in a blizzard
1: yeah, in I was Ohio. Driving, driving in a blizzard uh, when we were in southern Illinois um, last southern Illinois last month, and we we're driving back from a show, and for some we just get a freak storm. I can't see the road in front of me. Yeah, and like it was it was not fun. A
2: Midwest storm.
1: Ooh. Yucky. Joy
3: oh joy.
2: No. Yep. <laughs> Now,
3: are y'all un- all under 21?
2: No. Diego finally turned 21. Yeah, this past March. Leaving me the last one. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. And Zach is 23. He's the old man. I'm what? Oh, are you 24 now?
4: Yeah, you were yeah. there for my birthday, yeah. remember?
1: We were all there. Oh,
2: I've still been telling people that you're 23. I'm sorry. That didn't register with me.
3: Own it, man. Just
4: stay 23. Yeah. I yeah. knew that you were 23,
2: <laughs> and then you had a birthday. But I thought you turned 23. I don't know.
4: Nah, I'm old. You're
2: old. Man, I said you were the old man at 23, but now you're 24. Now you're like what old one you. foot in the <laughs> grave, man.
1: <laughs> Damn, aren't we all? Aren't we all?
3: <laughs> so do you get a lot of pushback from not being 21, not being able to play?
2: There's been a few venues that I've reached out to, and then they're like, sorry, are you under 21? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, there's one that we're playing at this upcoming August. Oh, my gosh. That starts tomorrow, really? Yeah.
1: Time is linear. Time is oh linear. Oh, my gosh.
2: That's Time crazy is a construct. Honestly. So they asked if I was under 21. We've had this show booked for six months, and I was like, oh, here it comes. I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, okay, no problem. We'll just have it outside. And I was like, yes. Because a lot of times people will cancel the shows or they won't book me. That's happened like probably five times. Um, which I mean, in the grand scheme of things, sending 400 emails a day, that's, that's pretty good that that's only happened five or six times. Um, but no, a lot of times people are just like, okay, yeah, you just, you can't do this and you can't do this. That's fine. Um, so, it definitely will make my life much easier when I do turn 21, <laughs> but I'm only 19. I got a long ways to go.
1: Two more years. A year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half. <laughs> yeah.
2: A year and five months, actually. A
1: year and five months. And then I'm buying you a wine cooler or something.
2: I, I don't need that. You don't need that?
1: No. No. Okay, I'm going to buy you a shot of sh- straight whiskey.
2: I definitely barrel, don't, barrel don't need proof, that.
1: proof, as strong as I can find <laughs>
2: Buy me a chocolate milk, please. Spiked chocolate milk? No.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, when I used to do bookings, there was a band that the lead singer, he was, I don't even think he was the lead singer, I think he was like the guitarist. Basically, he was under 21, the venue said, as long as you're playing, you can be on stage. Like as soon as the show, as soon as the set was done, he was out the door. Yep. That was it.
2: (laughs) Yep, that happened to us in Birmingham. Well, happened oh, yeah. to me, I guess. Didn't that also happen in Nashville? Yeah. 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 There's yep. There are some places that will let you play under 21, mm-hmm. but you have to go in right when you're playing and you have to leave right when you're done. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. always really interesting, but luckily the boys are pretty good about being loading. Old. Being old. Being old. Yeah. They're really <laughs> good at being old. Um but obviously, like if I have to leave immediately, I can't really mm. help with loadout or anything. Mm-hmm. So I know that's not fair to them, but they're pretty good about not not hating me. I not guess. whining too much. Yeah, just a little bit. Just, just a little
1: bit of complaining. Just enough. just enough. Just enough.
2: Just enough to make me feel bad.
3: <laughs> there you go. That's all it takes. <laughs> so what are y'all's three goals for the next twelve months?
2: Next twelve months. Well, Technically, our three goals for this year was to play in 30 states, was to play 50 full band shows, and to, for me, it was to write 100 songs, and so we're on month seven. We have played probably around 40 shows, full band, Um, so we're most likely going to make that goal of 50 shows Mm -hmm. this year, which is great. Um, I think... Last night was our first show in Georgia, so I think that was state 25 mm-hmm. out of 30. So I think we'll probably make that one. And because we've been doing that so much, I'm only on song um, 49 out of 100. So that one's 49. probably not going to happen. Week. And let me, I I started the year at 42. Like I wanted to have 100 songs written by the end of the year, not 100 songs in this year. Yeah. Um, so I needed to write like 50 or whatever. <laughs> I'm, I've am i written, what, seven? Yeah. That's not that one's probably not going to happen.
3: <laughs> Add it to this three goals now, 12 months. Yep. You know, I You, can,
1: <laughs> you know, just just book a week out, do nothing but that. I know i got to work at a coffee shop, just keep you caffeinated, no sleep, just write with the rest of the songs.
2: But the thing is, like, then they're all going to run together. They're all going to sound the same. They're going to be so uninspired. And that's the thing. I don't like this goal anymore because I don't like forcing myself mm-hmm. to sit down and write songs because then they're not good. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. they're very, like, formulated and, like, you're, sterile. Like, it yeah. has no
1: your heart in it. Yeah, it's more like. It's know, more it's, my brain than my heart. Yeah, you're overthinking it. Yeah. It's not so much, I feel this. It's more like, okay, I could do a 251 and then two, oh, we can go to a yeah. reverse and then whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah. but then, like, I was, oh my favorite activity. This is a complete joke. Um, I love crying in the car at sunset in Nashville, driving down roads. Um, That's just very therapeutic for me. Yeah, she'll just
1: text me like, "Hey, I won't be home for a while." I'm like, "All right, have fun, stay safe."
2: Yep, he knows. He knows I'm going for a a crying sunset drive, Mm. and then I'll usually get home and write a song after that. So that's where the seven songs have come from this year. Seasons of Ghosts, The Great Unknown
3: songs that you've written would you ever think about selling any of them
2: yes so i am strictly a rock and roll hard rock borderline metal
1: artist it's but, my job to push it past the borderline
2: yeah just just keep encouraging me to write heavier and yeah. i'll get there um but i have written probably 30 country songs And I don't know what to do with them. I'm not a country artist. I don't want to be a country artist. That's not what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even know how I've written them. But, I mean, like Mm -hmm. I said, when inspiration hits, you write with your heart. And so Mm -hmm. I've ended up with 30 country songs. So I've talked to one girl about um, selling one of my songs. Just got to sell 29 more.
3: Well, I used to have a podcast called Lonesome Highway where I promoted country bands, unsigned and indie. Yeah. I kind of let it go because, you know, it's kind of hard running two podcasts by yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was like, which one's more important to me? Mm Mm-hmm. Metal.
0: Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Of (laughs) course.
3: Yeah. So, um, I can shoot you some contacts.
2: That would be amazing, because I just have 30 songs sitting, doing nothing, like, and it's not even about, like, selling them and getting the income. I mean, it is. That would be nice. But... but
3: letting them get heard.
2: Yeah. I mean, some of them are, like, really good songs. Like, my best songs. Um, and so, I mean, I feel like if somebody could hear these songs, that need to hear these songs, like, mm. get them out into the world. Let them do what they're supposed to do. Very cool. Yeah.
3: Would you allow creative liberties yeah. to the songs?
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay. As long as they don't change anything that she wrote, she's totally cool with that. Yeah, as long
2: as they... Keep
3: like two words, and and then. Yeah, just
2: (laughs) go ahead and keep 100% of what I wrote and then... um, And then
1: shut up and just sing it the way I
2: wrote it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Embellish it. No, um, I'm not picky with that. I mean, if somebody is like willing to take a chance on my song, Mm -hmm. I feel like the least I can do is let them add their own personal touches to it.
3: That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Last one before I let y'all run away. Um, Do you have any advice for any other bands? I know y'all are still a young band, but, you know, sometimes you guys run into stuff that a lot of people don't really think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do y'all have any advice for any bands trying to make a name for themselves?
2: Zachary, your turn.
1: You're starting us off? Uh,
2: Don't do drugs, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, They're expensive.
1: Okay. And they're also bad for you. Don't do it.
4: I don't want to sound rude, but like get good <laughs> um, because you have to be able, you have to be able to play at a certain level no matter what the circumstances are. So like if you just get out of the van and it's pouring rain and you only have time to go inside, change your clothes and then like get on stage, you have to still be able to put on a good show.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. It's like the saying, um, sorry, I don't know if I'm close to the mic. It's like the saying, um, "You don't rise to the occasion; you fall to your level of training." So, if your level of training is really, really good, you can be on the fly and still put on a good show. Mm -hmm. Same
2: thing. If you're playing to five people or 500 people, you still the show must go on, and you still have to put on a show, Mm -hmm. no matter Mm -hmm.
1: what. That's that's good advice. I respect that. I respect that.
2: Diego. Um. Hmm.
1: Trying to think. Do I go business or personal? One of each. One of each? Why not? One of each? Okay, I'll, I'll go for one of each. Personal, I think a really good thing is to have multiple skills. Don't go in and being just the musician, like, oh, I'm just going to play. Mm-hmm. It's like it's always good to have other skills. Like, um, yeah, I play guitar, but also I do video stuff.
2: Zach plays drums, but also he's really good at backing the trailer in.
1: He's, he's the only one of us that's good at it. Uh, whoa, that's, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. I backed her in one time to the parking spot in Nashville.
1: Okay. I'm the worst at it. <laughs>
2: yes, you are. Um, Remember when you got her stuck in Birmingham? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> then but, Zach had to save the day.
1: Yeah. But, like, honestly, learning skills. I love to get to a point where I, like, you know, at some point, you know, when we upgrade our setup, we get, like, any ear stuff and, sound, you know, uh, up, up, upgraded sound, light. I love to learn that kind of stuff so I can have all these skills. Yeah. And so, you know, it's always nice to... You know.
2: Who'd you learn that from? Dean. Dean.
1: Dean. Uh, we love Dean. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Dean is overall cool guy. He plays bass with uh, Nita Strauss. Is currently yeah. teching for Demi Lovato and Nita oh, wow. on this tour. And he, honestly, any piece of advice I get, it's probably from him. He's yeah. got so much knowledge, with a very threatening but comforting aura. It's <laughs> awesome. Yep.
2: I started like mentoring with Dean when I was 15. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much from him. But yeah, he's the one that. You know, he's hired as a bassist, but you see him doing everybody's job, and that's why he gets hired.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why I got this gig, because, like, yeah, he can tech, he knows all the stuff, but also he's done sound and lighting, yep. so he can work on all these He also has
2: a, what is it, a CDL, yeah. driver's license, yeah. whatever, so, I mean, he can drive tour buses, mm-hmm. anything, anything that he needs to do mm-hmm. in order to be a good asset to the team, he can do it.
1: Yeah. So I think that's just good advice on a a professional level. I'd say for business, uh, no, no, for personal.
2: Personal. Take care
1: of mental health. Don't let it fall to the wayside and be like, oh, I'm on the grind. Uh, I'll I'll deal with it later because it's going to catch up with you. Because it's not just like, yeah, okay, you're working, but also you're not eating properly. You're not getting the right amount of sleep. And, you know, that'll take its toll on your mental health, whether you consciously think of it or not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, it'll, it'll catch up with you and it'll hit you hard. And, you know, you don't want it to cause tensions with others, yourself, you know, possible venues, bandmates. Yep. Because like, you yeah, know, we'll admit, it's like, you know, we all get along really well, but there are times where if we're all tired or we're having bad days, we all get real quiet in the van. And it's like, okay, you know, we understand that we're on edge. It's not each yeah. other's fault, but we're just, and we're in a stressful career. Mm-hmm. So I feel like going into it with a very mature mindset of, Okay, we're all human. We all care about each other, but sometimes we piss each other off. Yeah. So we have to understand that it's coming from a place of love when I tell you shut the hell up. I'm gonna go in the back and be quiet. <laughs> like like that. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, touring is definitely, it's it's not for everyone. It mm-hmm. is rough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, living in a van with two dudes, it's. Oh my gosh, the amount of like immature jokes that go on in the van, and it's the <laughs> same ones over and over and over and over. And they think that every time they say it again, it gets more funny. It does. But it was never funny the first time. And it actually just.
1: Oh my gosh. It, it's like the old jazz saying repetition legitimizes.
2: No. <laughs> repetition of the not funny jokes makes me want to. Say, hey, guys, I'm going to find a new band. (laughs) I'm just
1: kidding. Can you you give us an example of one of these uh, annoying jokes that we say?
2: Mother, get my celebratory clean diaper.
1: No, we got to do the voices.
2: Mother, (laughs) prepare my celebratory (laughs) clean diaper. It's so annoying. Diaper? I hardly know her. That too? (laughs) That one, oh my gosh. They have so many stupid jokes that make no sense.
1: We'll see signs on the freeway. Like, I don't know, it'll be like... You know, like, laws and son or whatever. Be like, oh, that was my nickname in high school. Like, no matter what we say, like over there, I see sound chick. I'd be like, oh, that was my nickname in high school. Like,
0: it's so
2: stupid. Which makes it funny. No, it's it's not funny. It's really not funny. They test my patience every day. Um,
1: and that was that, That's where I was coming from. Where it's like, hey, we we all we all love each other. We also all get on each other's nerves. Yep.
2: Yes, they definitely do get on my nerves. Thanks. But it's okay because Zach again is really good at drums and trailer. Stuffs and Diego. I know how to is Diego?
1: I can, I know how to hold the camera and not be all shaky.
2: Yeah. Mm, sometimes you're a little shaky from the coffee. But oh yeah, I'll let I drink too.
1: I drink too much. I, I drink too much coffee. That um. Right?
2: For me, my advice would be if somebody ever says you can't do something, haha. Prove them wrong. Punch them in the
1: face. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Prove them prove wrong.
2: Prove them okay. wrong. You can't resort to violence. You have to like channel it inside and use that as fuel. Oh, that's good Like, advice. don't punch them in the face. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be good. Oh okay. That wouldn't be right. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, if you can use that to fuel your fire.
1: Write a song about punching them in the face.
2: Now that is acceptable. <laughs> that that is okay. I've I've been there, been there. It's okay. Um, but no, just. Do it. Why not? What's stopping you?
1: We're all gonna die someday, so I'll do it.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Am, am, I, am I wrong?
3: It's not wrong. I mean, you know, a little darker than what we like to go. <laughs> but hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Bunny, are you okay?
1: I'm. I'm always vibing. i coffee. I'm vibing with my own mortality. I don't even know what y'all are talking about.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, thank y'all so much for sitting in on the podcast thank you for having us tell everybody where they can find you on all socials
2: abbykrocks.com at abbykrocks spotify and youtube is abby k
1: there will be multiple abby k's so make sure you find the right abby k yeah
2: it's the abby k that wears leather pants
3: there you go nice you want to plug your other band
4: yeah, so you can find me at Zach Goes Drums, and then you can find my other band, at Loved By Animals Band. We're not heavy metal, but we're still pretty cool. It's a pretty good
1: band. <laughs> nice. I guess I guess I'll plug myself. Yeah, there you go. Um, you can find me um, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, as the Shredite because I love the Evil Dead and I love to shred. Um, YouTube just Diego Vargas. Got uh, got some good content planned coming up. Plenty of guitar-related fun stuff. It's like gonna what? Good. I'm not going to spoil it.
2: I'm interested. Uh, Are I'm you going to tell me in the van?
1: I'll tell you in the van. I'll tell okay. You in the van. And
2: yeah. then everyone else just has to the, go subscribe. Yeah, you yeah, have to
1: subscribe and... and follow me on okay. TikTok, because I'm kind of blown up. I'm not blown up in TikTok, but I'm doing decently at TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, I think probably... You
2: kind of conquered that one.
1: Yeah, TikTok is kind of where I'm best at, because I'm, I'm just really good at making memes and playing guitar, so <laughs> <laughs> kind of works out good.
2: And being humble.
1: I'm the best at being humble, dude.
2: (laughs) Somehow Joe, friend.